0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show. I'm your host, Christine Innes, and I'm super excited to have this beautiful divine woman, Trishy, coming and joining us. So thank you, lovely, for joining me today. You are welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, Look, I'm really, really excited. And um, we had a quick chat just before, so we're going to talk a lot about things. But I just want to say congratulations because you're also in the launch issue of the magazine as well. And really, I just want to say congratulations because you've really stepped out of sort of your comfort zone, but also, you know, being that raw and vulnerable and sharing your story. So I just want to say congratulations and thank you so much. Thank
1: you for the opportunity. It was... um... It was an empowering experience. I don't share my story a lot because much like you, it comes from a place of hurt and pain. And um, it's one of those times that allows you to reflect on how far you've come, but still maintaining the positive. So not getting lost in, you know, what was or where you were and just going, do you know what? That's a lot. I've done a lot. That's okay. Jump, you know, pat on the back and keep going. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, no what,
1: I, that was a gift you gave me.
0: <laughs> oh no, no, look, I absolutely love it, and I really do like really admire you for doing that because um, we 've had a very similar sort of background, you know learning development and you know training, and I absolutely love what you do because I myself obviously been in learning development, but then you know have sat through so many presentations mm-hmm. that you just sit there going. <laughs> Is it time yet? Are yeah, we there yet? Are we there, yeah, <laughs> there. <laughs> Exactly. So I really love the fact that you're really combining the – The functionality of the learning that people need to to get out of it. But add, you know, the personality to it as well. So let's just say there is no more black and white PowerPoint slides. Never (laughs) (laughs) again. Never, never, never. And you really hit the nail on the head
1: there. And what I'm all about is changing lives through learning, but beyond that moment that I'm with you. So it's changing lives for the rest of their life. And that is where you really have to, well, well from my perspective, because learning is, is at the heart, is look at the learning outcomes. You must have the, give the value, but it's also about creating excitement and being fun and it's okay. And so wowing the crowd a, a lot. So from a learning design perspective, I'm basically a graphic designer, but I go for the learn first rather than the wow factor. Mm. Um, and, and once you... Um, I suppose, overlay the authenticity stack of the presenter or the speaker, the facilitator, that's where the magic happens.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like, I, like, as I said, I can resonate so much with it, obviously coming from that sort of background, but mm. also too, is that, you know, when you are out in front of an audience, this is your time to shine. And All of that sort of reflects back. So it's not just about the words you're saying. It's also the environment that you're presenting to people as well. And your slides are so crucial for that because they can really make or break a presentation.
1: Oh, people can. So this is what I like. And I think we may have spoken it before is what sort of movie do you want to be, whether it's an online course or whether it's a presentation at like a Ted talk, do you want to be a Marvel movie where it's like, wow, that was great. Mm-hmm. And someone says, what was it about? And you go, well, Chris Hemsworth was in it. <laughs> That's yep. all that matters, you know, <laughs> or do you want to be something like the notebook, which has profound effect on people for years and years after. So I liken that to people like, how do you want to be? And the the purpose of a slide or the slide pack or an amazing slide pack is to connect you with your audience Mm. through your topic of your slides. Um, So it's all about connection. And then from that connection, you get engagement.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, um, so I just sort of want to sidestep just for a moment because sure. you talk about the word connection and this is one of the things that I absolutely love what I get to do is all about connection. But when you actually can use, I guess, a little bit about your background story and you can then bring that into your business as well, I think that that's sort of like... You know, I want to say the word magic happens, but it's because we actually really come from the heart and we've been there, we've done it, we've been able to feel different things that we actually bring more than just a product to it, where you're actually bringing, you know, a It's like a journey that people will go through, you know, as they start and as I've started to get to know you like they're really starting to go on a journey and really starting to explore who they want to be like you talked about what sort of movie do you want and really start to embody themselves as well so that they can really truly shine and then part of sort of like the slide deck that you're saying is sort of like a they're the co-cast member as such if you want to use it in that sort of aspect. So it really gives them the ability to shine through as well.
1: Well, absolutely. And I think, and and I'm basically everything conventional about speaking and presenting and flipped it on its head. Um, I always start with the visuals first, not the speech, because then you're connected to your content. And the idea of having the amazing slide deck is that if I get that right for you, is that you look at that and you can talk for two minutes or two hours because that, because you have the genius zone that's just your prompt notes
0: Mm. so
1: what people and I found this a little bit on LinkedIn and I experienced it myself um where people think you have to be perfect and rehearsed and as like these are off the cuff because you don't subscribe to that theory neither do I everything I do I do lives rather than records because that's where the gems and the gold comes Mm. so I find that people try to subdue I did it myself when I was in corporate land, <laughs> subdued um, my effervescence, my bubble, my vibrancy to match what I thought people wanted. And I actually needed permission. Like for external people, and I, ha- I did a post yesterday about I needing permission to do it and me needing permission to be me on my own website. i you like, hmm, that doesn't seem right. So when people present, they present a construct and that's where the audience are not silly they will feel that disconnect. So you've got to love who you are and how you present. You've got to love your, your topic and your content, no matter how nerdy it is. I used to teach taxes and airlines. I mean, not so sexy. And you have to know where your audience is at on that journey. And you use the word journey. I love the word journey. What I also use is pathway. What, how do you create that pathway to then take them on the journey? so that they know where they're going and and there's um, less risk and more certainty associated. So that's where you can break through the noise and get the learning to happen.
0: Yeah yeah no I love all of that and it is so true I mean I funny enough today I'd actually put something up about you know being I was so confined actually to my corporate identity that I didn't even really know who I was you know to start to shine through and I feel that people who um become an escapee they actually go through this sort of like unraveling process of really diving deep into finding out who they are and I think that that's where your services really do complement as well because they're on that sort of you know journey that pathway of self-discovery and when they can really step into their own and really be able to take that to the next level but when you own it you yes. embody it you embrace it and it allows you to then truly shine no matter what like i mean there's like we're all flawed individuals and i think that that's yes. one thing that people just need to remember is that it's okay to be you you know for me perfection just does not exist it's not a word that i even like to use anymore well when to be honest um and you would know this from your
1: training background that the more flawed you are in a presentation so long as you maintain your credibility Mm. people actually fall in love with you more Mm. like if you say the wrong word or if you go oh my gosh let me tell you about a story off the cuff but it really relates to that moment Mm. that's a piece of you that people will take and you'll change their life for the rest of their life. That's Mm -hmm. that one moment. So it's really, I I can't stress enough, firstly, having a pathway for yourself and for your audience, but to really be okay with how you are presenting, who you are, and that comes across in your brand colours. It comes across in your style. It comes across in your speech. Because if you are, is it inauthentic? If you are not authentic to you, Mm-hmm. And then present your content through you to your audience at the level they need, they will just feel that it's a fake it's fake and they you'll, yeah. you'll lose their trust. You could be the best expert but if you're disconnected from either the audience or your content or both it doesn't you could be the smartest person on the planet with all the answers and no one will want to listen because you're not using you know keeping both sides of the brain occupied. Yeah. So it's real, as you said, it's really important. And I had that taking the labels off. Who am I? I was an airline expert. I was this, I was that. I'm like, mm, who? and I had to, I remember I had to get approval for using non-corporate brand colours mm. in my slides. <laughs> you've seen some of my slides, I think. They're full of colour, full of animation. Yeah. So that's, that was a real journey. And I think, and, and even to the point where, it, depending on how long you've been in that corporate game, it can become so much part of the subconsciousness that it takes someone else to point that out um, with love. And you know, you take that for what it is and go, wow, I didn't know. I still did that. And yeah. that's where the growth comes from. So um, I absolutely lived that journey as well. As you say, I think we all do. Um, and if your only identity is your corporate identity, when you move to go on stage and be yourself, that's the, Oh, <laughs> no, I need a life raft. Where am I? That's the unnavigated waters, yes. and um, that's where people need help and guidance, like from amazing people like you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, look, I, look, I do agree, and I really, I think that you hit on something that really is important. And you know, um, one of the things that I want to sort of uncover when I talk to you know people who have been on this sort of you know it's leaving the corporate, finding their passion, you know, living their dreams but it's not always a smooth ride. Like we still have these like ups and downs and, you know, even two years into my business journey, there is still lots of ups and downs. So can we just sort of like talk a little bit about that if you're okay with it Hmm. and, you know, talk about, you know, that sometimes we feel like we're going against the grain as such, because we're trying to fit into something that is not us. And you can feel that resistance so much within yourself. Yes. But then when you hit that sort of magic button, that magic formula, it just all beautifully flows. And I know a lot of people are going, I don't know what that feels like, but I didn't know what it felt like until I hit that moment and like going, oh my goodness. Like, I mean, even on launch day, like I'm sitting there talking to the team. I'm like going, why are we not scrambling? Why Why is this not, yeah, you know, okay. because we hit that beautiful sort of, you know, natural flow that everything just happened how it should be so it had so sure. I, I know that was like a really long sort of winded sort of thing <laughs> head, but, but if we can just sort of break it down have you had those moments where you've really felt like you're trying to be you but you sort of got that resistance of sort of stepping into that because of not only just because of the corporate stuff but because we're still trying to get to know who we are as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. The best, a couple of things, the best part about being completely broken in an emotional, personal way is you get to choose which bits you keep and which bits you put back. Sometimes some sneak in there without us knowing, Mm. you know, which are those labels from corporate or personal, but we really get to choose and we can be really, um, and that's a gift that we, that we give ourselves and, and we should, um, embrace that and be really proud of that. That's we've chosen to keep those pieces. Um, from the you're kind of stuck and you don't know. I call those you actually my in absence moments. You only notice how hard it is or how sick you were or whatever in the absence of that struggle. So that's where I realised mine. Where and and in two ways. One in my life, where I was um, making that transition from airline expert and guru known around the world for, you know, reservations, fares, and ticketing to, well, hang on, I'm more than that. It's more than the technical data. It's environment. It's the journey. It's the pathway. It's how I present the information and make everyone feel a part of that. And so that's what I do now um, by way of slides and, and a couple of other things, but also in a slide pack itself, when I'm working with someone, where there's, a, and this is my word, congruency where there is a lack of congruency anywhere in your life, whether it's, you know, stepping out of the corporate and into this, or for me, like day to day in a slide pack, it's hard and you're going against the grain. I've never written a book. I'd like to, but I I liken it to when you get writer's block and you get life block, I guess. And, and you, so for me, it was, I wanted to kind of up my colors in my brand. Cause I wanted to move from airlines and, and service servicing, you know, a set type of people to, to female entrepreneurs and business people and online course creators and presenters. I'm like, well, they need, and this is a ex- really good example. I'm like, well, they need a bit more polished than what I bring. Cause I'm really vibrant and I'm really, you know, effervescent and bubbly. And, you know, I have, Magenta hair now. It was pink. Magenta hair. I have, you know, the sparkly earrings, and so for about two or three months, I was looking at, and I, I'm a designer, you know, so I was trying to design my own things, and the color, literally, just trying to find a pink. I, I, I tried to do the muted mushroom and the rose gold, and, and then when I went that, and I went, I have forced myself to embrace that, and nothing else would flow, and so when I just went, you know what, that's not me. Yes, I love rose gold. I have a rose gold pen. I have rose gold on my nails. You know, my case is a rose gold. I'm really bright and that's the energy I project and that's the energy people want from me, like that they love being in my orbit because of it. So then I went back and I changed my colour back to kind of this colour in my And I came up with, you know, savvy slides and sassy slides and really funky stuff. It's me. And you know what? Within 15 minutes <laughs> of... Me saying, I said to my partner, I think I was telling you, what do you think of this? He's like, don't like it. And I'm like, that's not helpful. What don't you like? And we broke it down. And I was like, okay, well, tweak that and tweak that. And within 15 minutes, I had something and I went, and I physically felt relief through my body and went, that's it. Mm -hmm. So even though it was 10.30 at night, I then went on to do a lead magnet and it just flowed. And then the next day I planned out my entire six-week course With six lessons in in each module, you know, because I had that single element of congruency now, I could just see it flow. And so it made a massive difference in the fact I felt real. I felt, yeah, I don't have imposter syndrome. People, I can see how this will grow and scale and I can help people. It was really that moment of crystallization that, yeah, I know what I'm on about. I know, and I now know how to present that so other people can consume it in a way that it can help them. Mm. So it really is, if you are in, in misalignment with anything, whether it's your beliefs or your labels or your colours, <laughs> yeah, take the time to sit in that discomfort. And, and if you're teaching people, if it's a life coach situation, give them permission in your audience to sit in that and give them the safety that it's okay to sit in that discomfort because if someone will sit in that discomfort with you, you would know that that's truly the greatest gift because from that is when they they start to trial little things and move. And that's where the growth actually comes from, from that discomfort of, okay, everything else isn't working. What do I do now? Mm. And um, to me, that's, that's the gift. That's the magic, the pixie dust. That's where it starts the acorn yeah. the unicorn thing
0: <laughs> Does no no, that no. Make sense? no it, look it all makes perfect sense to me because i've also been there as well and it's really interesting because you said something at the very beginning which is all about you know the choice and this is really what it comes down to is that in any part of your life any part of your business you have a choice and first of all it's about taking the ownership for those decisions that you are actually going to make and actually then reflecting going well could i have done something better what would i like to change you know um you know, what worked even well and actually celebrate all of that. And, you know, you talked about, you know, going, okay, well, it's not just to say, no, I don't like it. You know, as your partner said, it's about actually saying, okay, well, let's actually dive into a little bit more and actually work it out and pull it to pieces to actually find out. And when you're in business, I really find that in, especially the first year, maybe two years, like I'm still doing it even now for myself is that I have to sit back and going, okay, well, yes, that worked well, but how could we improve that process? How we can improve that interaction, how we can improve the experience even more. And it's just not settling for where we're at and actually really trying to improve and making those choices, making those decisions to keep going, but also look at, where you're going as well because as my business journey has done and I I feel like you're the same is that we evolve constantly as a person as well so it's okay for your branding to evolve as well it's okay for your business to evolve as you evolve as well
1: and I think that that actually breeds authenticity into your brand over the mm. years. Because, I mean, you take those American sitcoms or the dramas, um, you know, the, the soapies that someone hasn't aged for 20 years. Mm. You kind of, you get the fakeness and you just stop believing. You might tune in for, for value. But the one thing that I see a lot, I'm, I'm very much out, I'm told. <laughs> but hope I'm very outcome driven. And I am, um, I have a sense of it must be efficient. Mm -hmm. whether it's time efficiency i'll be multitasking the kids and all that has to be efficient and drives me nuts when someone you know drives a long way around or something like that so what i will say is not making a choice first is it's crippling but that's also making a choice Mm -hmm. so it's i'd much rather go right i'm going to go here try it and go it didn't work or which bits did as you said but that's a step forward. It might be two steps back, but we've still learned something either about ourselves, our business, our market, whatever it might be. And I, I see that so often. People are asking the wrong questions. Yeah. And people are not making choices. And I'm not a business coach. I mean, I have a business degree, but that's not my jam. And I see it all the time. And I, I find I feel helpless because I don't feel that I have uh, the pedigree to be talking about this to someone but I'm like, ask the right question first because you'll never get where you want to be if you're not asking the wrong questions
0: exactly so, um, yeah. yeah and I think that that's really true like you said before that you know um, obviously sometimes you just actually have to take the leap you've got to take that first step yeah. and um, you know I've I've put stuff out there that just has not connected or even resonated with people I'm like going okay well That may not be, I haven't done the research. I haven't actually, you know, gone and done the market research to actually find out. I've had this idea and I thought, okay, I'll just do it. Um, I have a million ideas too. So, you know, like that's not unusual for me. But the thing is, is that, you know, sometimes in business, we do get so carried away going, we want to do this, we want to do that but we don't actually sit down and break it down and ask the right questions. And I think that that is really relevant for people as well is that, you know, if you don't know the questions, go and ask somebody who has actually done it and actually find out, you know, what you need to know, because, I don't believe there's any one person on the planet that knows absolutely everything. You need to actually surround yourself with people that, you know, who might be the expert in marketing, who might be the expert in sales, who might be the expert in websites, you know, expert in, you know, you know, doing your presentations and have like a collective amount of people around you. And they're your experts that you can actually go to and ask the relevant questions based on the decision that you've got at hand
1: absolutely i had a moment like that and it was bit, a bit of it because i'm into a bit of am into a lot of higher self and you know ego and self the conversation and relationship i have with myself and that's a choice that i've made as part of rebuilding and one of the most light bulb moments i guess in life because that's what i was looking at but for my business was when i took ego out of the equation and i'm a learning designer i am intuitive i i'm an energy being and I will, we could have a conversation and I can unjumble your genius. And I could put your life story in a six to eight week program with lessons and I can just do that while we're having a glass of wine. Um, and that's what you need to have a great presentation, okay? But when you're dealing with presenters and online courses, you're dealing with their life experience, their emotion, their ego. And they might not want that. So I had to get comfortable and I had to sit there and that's why I chose slides because that's where the pain point is. Because people will go into Canberra and sit there for two hours and not know what to do. And so I can do everything from slot, um, course creation and, and design um, to the development, to the delivery. And what I had to actually answer is what does my audience want, not what do I want to teach? Mm. And that was a real, again, where it was sticking and, and I couldn't get congruence, I couldn't get the flow. And then when I asked the right question and it was, Is this, this is, that's what I want to teach. I know up here, they need that first. They don't want to know that. They just want this bit. Well, okay, well, let's put ego aside and go, okay, well, let's give them that. And then as part of their journey, they may then be open to, you know, the other parts, the top and tail ends. Mm. And once I made that, I went, "Mm." (laughs) that's the slides. That's where the pain is. How many times you've been somewhere and someone said, you're an amazing presenter. I look at their slides. There's 17 dot points or 11, you know, <laughs> bullet points and all text. And um, so it was very much all what we've been talking about: a, ask the right question, and do market research. B, get ego out of the way, and C, find the congruency. Mm. And once I found that, and I went slides, and then with COVID, I went slides mm. for online courses. That was a bit of a pivot because I was looking at presenters. I'm like, wow. Now I've got momentum. Now the snowball is happening. And now I feel um, authentic with, with the people
0: uh, yeah. because
1: I have, I have Poppy. Poppy is my avatar. Yeah. And she does certain things. And, you know, she's already got a slide pack. She doesn't know what's missing. It's not as good as that person's that she saw. And she's really upset because she doesn't know why it's different, like what's missing. And she doesn't know how to fix it. That's yeah. Poppy. That's, but I was looking at presenter land. That's not where we need to be at the moment. So I'm like, hang on, online courses, they're all about slide pack. How do I look to offer services there? So um, everything that we've talked about today, I had that experience during COVID Yeah, uh, weeks ago, two months yeah. ago. So, And it really and, rings through.
0: Yeah, and it is. It is all about, you know, sometimes like doing that self-reflection. Like, I, I mean, I'm very similar to you, very intuitive, you know, um, really trying to be more and more connected as well. And um, I, I find that my spirituality is coming more and more into it as well, um, yeah. which helps me a lot more in my business. And I know a lot of people are not into that and that's mm. perfectly okay. Um, but I know that it works for me, but mm. the more that I, started asking those questions and thinking about, well, why is this not working? Opposed to just getting the frustration and going, oh, this is crap. You know, you've done this, Christina, hasn't worked and all of that, but taking that step. And it is, you know, coming from that ego and letting that wall down and actually saying to myself, okay, well, how can I turn this around? What is it that they're wanting? How can I come from a place of service and give them more and more? And that's where it's sort of like that flow. And I feel like that's, you know, what has really happened with you is that, you know, you've sort of turned it around and going, how can I best serve my clients? And really getting to that initial pain point.
1: I have found the biggest times when I have been stuck, and this also comes from people who struggle um delivering on say speaking cameras lives whatever mm. whenever you make it about you about me that's when you stop mm. when you make it about them about who you're serving the answers come to you however you might be meditation <laughs> like your magazine it might be going through lists and crossing things off it could be by looking at analytics but when you actually do that <laughs> um that's Again, what to outside sources looks like pixie dust is actually that moment of absolute clarity.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, you go, oh, that's right, it's about them. Because they're the people I wanna help, it's not about me. So yeah. um, every single time I've had a stumbling block and I've looked back, even in the moment, being discom- uh, uncomfortable and experiencing that discomfort, it's been that, hang on, so now I know to ask that question is this about me about what I want to teach because I want to show that I'm pretty cool and I know everything, or is this about them? Is this about, you know, how I can, what people most struggle with at the moment. And, and again, like with anything, as soon as I did that, like the brand, is it about, cause I like that color or is it, <laughs> or I don't like that color and I think they like the color, like start. Yeah. I always go, hang on mirror. Let's look out there.
0: Yeah. rather than easy. It's such a powerful thing. Like, and it, I just want to let people know that it's not easy doing that as well because it really does take, you know, you said about being uncomfortable. And one of the biggest thing that I love teaching my clients is the fact is that you have to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. because when you do that and you know that you're really uncomfortable. Um, so let's just say, like, I think it was probably about two, three years ago. I was very uncomfortable with doing lives, extremely nervous. But I knew that I had something that I wanted to say. I wanted to come from that place of service. And it was, again, not about me. It was not about how I was feeling. It was about the message that I wanted to get out there. And even if I could help just one person or even if it resonated with them, I felt like you know that was what I needed to do. Um, with it because it removed me about how I was looking, how I was sounding, you know, how really uncomfortable I probably looked on camera as well because I was, yeah, like, when like you, tense and everything. So. When you
1: connect, yeah, all about connection. When you truly connect with your yourself, your content and your audience, so your slide deck or whoever you're presenting that, Not that I'm recommending you do this, but seriously, you could be naked and people should, as in, because they're so engrossed in what you have to say, Mm. it's really that much not about you. I mean, of course, don't do that. But, (laughs) but, you know, metaphorically, that's the power. And when we start Mm. to go, you know, oh, my gosh, I'm nervous when I walk in the room or how do you walk in? And it's like, well, how about you just take stock take of your thoughts
0: Mm. and
1: think about what's noise and what's helping or serving? And, be, and and just find one thing. You don't have to do 10. Just find one thing that helps you. It might be lipstick, it might be nail, like focus on one thing. Yeah. Make it about first thing, ask a question. On a live, first thing, can you hear me? Whoop! Okay, yeah. that's a question. So yes. it's it's this um evolving of, of you as a human mm. and the magic, the beauty is in the discomfort, and you cannot learn without that. You would know the four stages of learning. That was a conscious incompetence when you suddenly know everything that you don't know. Now that is a point of overwhelm. And it's how, as a, as a, as a um, facilitator, as anyone who wants to share their message, you need to be acutely aware you get two outcomes. People shut down and go away because it's too overwhelming or they feel that you're taking their hand and Mm. you're taking their hand and you're taking them on that journey with you. Mm. And the same in life. You know, you might not have someone in front of you telling you that, but that's what you're doing. You're in a state of learning. You're in that third state of learning where, oh, my gosh, I suddenly, sorry, second stage, um, where you suddenly know all the stuff you don't know and you might want to give up. So uh, that is actually, that whether you're learning to make a cup of tea, learning, you know, how to run a business, how to clean a toilet, it doesn't matter. The brain goes through those four stages of learning and it's how you deal with each stage. um and there's discomfort and emotions triggered at each stage so um you know to have a guidance and and stuff like that or or even just a moment of self-reflection and kindness self-kindness to be able to go that's okay and give yourself kudos for stopping and asking the questions and considering are they the right questions um is so, so powerful
0: yeah no, absolutely. I would, I would honestly say that one of the biggest learning lessons has been about how to be more kinder to myself. Yes. And, you know, um, it's the, it is those questions that I need to ask and reframing them more in a yes. having a deliverable outcome. And I know that's probably going to sound a lot for people. but I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it it's, it's really about asking the question where you're going to get an outcome from it. So there are going to be times where you need, yeah, you can have a yes or no, but if you want to be able to expand, if you want to be able to grow, ask the questions and, you know, we go back to open-ended questions, you know, where you can actually get it, but what is the outcome that you actually want to get out of it? And if you can keep asking yourself those, that might be, oh, like, honestly, that was a game changer for me because Absolutely. instead of me sitting there going oh well you stuffed that up didn't you like you know when well what are you going to do about it that's not going to get me anywhere <laughs> it's not, not it's, going it's to give me an
1: yeah and that was again that was like oh, the lights opened when i realized that i can make mistakes or i can not know things mm-hmm. and i can still be kind yeah. to myself and go okay rather than, as we tend to do, beat ourselves up and say, you know, yeah. question our worth, our value, our mission and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So um, if nothing else, if not, if you get nothing else from our conversation, yep. learn how to be kind to yourself in adversity or in a flux, in a state of flux or turmoil or turbulence. Yes. So,
0: yeah. I couldn't agree more with you. And I absolutely love what you do. I really... I know that, um, you know, we, you've gone through such an incredible journey to get where you are. And I I think that you've, you've said so much today that I know that is going to really inspire so many people. So I thank you so much for, for being here and sharing your story. I really do appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. I love this
1: conversation and I, and it's nice to know that I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, in, in my methodologies and my paradigms and, and where I'm moving to be and it's okay. And, um, we all, everyone has support. You just need to look and ask.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to put all the details of how you can reach out and connect to Trishy. And, you know, honestly, if you are, you know, even in startup in your business or you're, you know, a couple of years in and you're wanting to get on stage, if you're wanting to make impactful presentations make sure you reach out to her because they are a game changer for yourself and also for your business so thank you so much beautiful for being here today Mm -hmm. and sharing it make sure you go and check it out Um, Trishy's story in the launch issue of the Corporate Escapers Magazine. We'll have all those links below as well for you. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has joined us for this episode for the Corporate Escapers TV show. I am your host, Christine Innes, and make sure you follow your passion and live life to the fullest every single day.